everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of The Five Pointer. I am your host, pew, 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 Lando Payne, the Kanye West, Larry Payne. It's so good to see you guys. I got the Tupac shirt with you ready to go. But I'm right. here, I'm here with one of my very, very good friends, as always, the bitter behemoth, Hambone, Justin Hamilton. How are you? Man, I'm just here, feeling just lovely. Yeah. It's it, the weather's starting to get cooler where I'm at. Oh yeah, my favorite time of year. I get to kick back by the fire. That's why I wish I had Do, a beard like yours. Yeah. You know that that beard and, and the during this time of year. Yeah. I mean, to be honest know. with you, man, during this whole time of COVID, like I have to wear the mask and stuff, but I don't really have to. I just get like a rubber band. Just put and I could just do this. Slip it up. There's my mask. I got a mask. Man. I wish, I wish one day, one day maybe. But listen, that's not today. I still, I'm still uh, restricted to a very short beard due to military restrictions. And uh, by the way, true that, you know, make the military great again. Let us have beards like every other <laughs> cool military across the world. Like back in the Civil War. <laughs> Man, we met a sailor from Europe, and uh, we get sailors at our at our at our unit, and and they come over, bro, and they have the most delicious of beards. It's so good. It's so good, and I'm just sitting there, just like man. I wish, cause I gotta, I gotta trim mine every few weeks. But listen, that's not why you're here. This is not beer talk. This is the five pointer. We're here to talk about some schmodown. And man, what a week it has been. We, the way the uh, the five pointer works, we have five great topics that we will be discussing today, each five minutes long. And at the very end, we have our Patreon requested question brought to us from our patrons over at patreon.com slash Bobby Gucci. If you That's guys right. want to be a member of that, hey, I fucking, I'll, I'm sorry. I hear you to go and check that out. Uh, go check it out. Drop that Patreon in. Send us those questions, and we will make that happen. Uh, we do that every single week. So we have That's right. Patreon. I mean, we've even had uh, Patreons come backstage and watch, the, watch it while we record it live before. They watch it live. Sometimes they're the timekeepers, and they keep us honest on the show. It's a really, really good time. But we have some topics here ready to go. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button, like, share, hit that notification bell. Everything helps with this channel. Uh, whatever you guys can do. And it helps with this show particularly. Like, put a bunch of likes on there if you like this show and like watching it, because that makes us know that this show that we're doing on the Gucci verse, because that's a whole channel with a bunch of different shows, that this show's worth us doing. Absolutely. So let us know. Absolutely, let us know. But we're not here wasting any of your time. We want to keep we want to keep this show uh, this show as short as possible. So we're about to get into our topics, starting with the very, very, very first one, going back to last week. Hambone. Last week was a big week in the Shmoda. We had one of the most anticipated matches coming up with one of the hottest electrifying players in the Shmoda right now, with Liz Shannon Mir uh, Miller going. Against, I see what you did there. Against, yeah, you see what I did there. There you mm -hmm. go. Going against the big man, Bibiani. How did you react to this match? Well, this is the thing. I said a few weeks back that Chance Ellison was the best player in the game right now. Yes, you did. Like he he is the best right now. Dan Merle's the best of all time, but Chance is the best right now. And I had to sit there and watch a couple. Weeks ago, when Liz Shannon Miller came out of nowhere and knocked Chance out the tournament. Now, when that happened, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on one second. Hold your horses, Bibbs, because I thought 
Bibbs is probably making it to the semifinals of this tournament, to be honest with you, uh, if he could have uh, got past the Barbarian, which he did. And when it comes down to it, Liz Shan Miller showed up, and she did her thing. She didn't uh, – she's not here to knock people out and to show off or anything like that. She's just here to win matches, and she's came in here and won matches from the very start of this tournament so far into uh, that Bibbs match. And, yeah, man, like – if you would have told me before the chance match that she was going to beat Bibbs in this tournament, I wouldn't have believed you. But looking at it now, bro, I don't know. To be honest with you, I can't. It, I, I can't say after she beat Ch the chance thing was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. The Bibbs thing after she beat Chance wasn't because at that point I'm like, you just beat the best player in the game right now. So what that tells me is she could easily go on a run and just keep going and. Nobody like it or not. Lightning, let me tell you something. People have that saying, lightning doesn't strike twice. It's done struck three times in this tournament. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. That's facts. That's facts, man. Um, no, I mean, you watch Liz Shannon Miller and what she's doing. I'm conflicted in this match, though. It's, a, it's, it's for, two, for two reasons. I mean, obviously. The first thing is I want to say to Bibiani, look. Uh, you you had a great run. You had one of the most spectacular runs as far as accuracy is concerned. And here is what happened. You got beat by the five-pointer. You got beat on the five-point question that has taken out some of the best players in the tournament. I don't think that this is anything against Bibiani. But, you know, what happened? Liz Shannon Miller got her five. And that sometimes is the difference maker. I mean, it, it was 25 to 20, and Liz came in clutch, as she has been doing in these past few weeks. I don't know if she is a better player in the long run than Bibiani. Bibiani is one of the greatest players we've ever seen play the game. But right now, she won. Wins are wins. Wins are wins in the win column. You know, Bibiani has to go home. And Liz Shannon Miller is making a an, an incredible run, an incredible story. I'm very, very happy to see it. I'm very, very, very shocked. Now, last week, I said that my surprise was Brennan Meyer. I may have to eat a little bit of crow right now because I believe the biggest prize for me is Liz Shannon Miller. Lightning. You know, she's doing her thing. Uh, all across the board. She's surprising everybody. She is surprising me. I did not think that she was going to make it past Bibiani. I thought the Quirky Burks were going to be on the way for a comeback and potentially get themselves into a position to win faction um, of the year with the amount of, with with, uh, with with the points championship. I thought that they would get Bibiani's three points with Myers three points. Guess what? That ain't happening. So Liz is doing what she can. I'm just going to say this right here. It's it's just one of those things to where. You know, when we were looking at the tournament as a whole and, and the Droogs put in Bonnie Somerville, right? And we had some commentary on that. This is the thing I'm going to tell people. You don't need to be judging folks until the thing happens. It's okay after a match and you see it to say, oh, she wasn't prepared or she didn't play very well or whatever. That's okay. That's not a personal attack. It's talking about your gameplay or whatever. That's not attacking someone personally. Okay. But I am going to tell people you need to step a little bit back because nobody would have guessed this for Miss Liz Shannon Miller. Everybody would have said she was, if she made it past the first round, maybe she beats Rachel Silvestrini 
but there's no way she's beating someone like Chance. And this is the perfect scenario where sometimes you put in a little bit more work, you study the game a little bit more, and anybody can do this. Bonnie Somerville could have came in here super hot, super prepared for this tournament and got a couple of wins, and that's what we're getting shown here. The ones that, that go out there, work hard, do their study, they get it. Sometimes they get it done. So uh, with that being said, man, we're going to go on to the next one. It's another match that we got, and this one right here just happened. Uh, we're talking about it because we were able to watch it through the Patreon thing. We're not releasing this until Thursday until after the match is released. But Collins versus Brandon Meyer, the one that you said was like the dark horse of the tournament. Now, we talked about this. Collins was my shot, and, and Tom was my pick to win. Collins, bro, let me just tell you something right now. Well, I'm the one asking the question. So I was about to tell you something, but you need to tell me something. Go ahead. Yeah, man. So – so uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not sorry because I still have all the faith in the world with uh, with Brandon Meyer. And I think that he's a fantastic player. And I think that he's shown that throughout this tournament. Jesus, man. This 95% accuracy rate that he's putting up is elite. An elite level of play. The Coyote. Collins, did you take a limitless pill? What are you doing right now? What is happening right now? Who is seeing this happening right now? Like, am I the only one? Am I the only one about to get whiplash because I'm just sitting here in the house? Like, blah, 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 blah. he is playing at such an unbeatable level. I don't know who can beat this guy. This is what is this four in a row? Four in a row. Four in a row. I'm, I'm taken aback. I'm flabbergasted. I have no idea what I'm seeing right now. This is not anything that I thought I would have seen. And we looked at it. That left side bracket, to me, shaped up to be the hardest side of the bracket. And he's just cut through everybody. The coyote, as you said it last week. Yeah. The coyote. Yeah. You can't just say coyote when you're talking about the coyote. Coyote. You got to put respect on it. You got to put like a little umph on it. You got to make it. Are you not answer. entertained? We still had people last week in the chat trying to say we still needed to see from Andrew uh, from 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 from, uh, from Collins. Are you not entertained? Have you seen what you need to see? Is he real to you yet? Who does he have to beat for you to finally say he's playing at an elite level? Because he's beating everybody. I don't know. I mean, hell, he might be Ethan Irwin. He he might be Dan Merle playing the way that he's playing right now. The only way that you're going to beat him is you have to throw a legitimately, legitimate, a perfect game. 100% PPE game. Mm-hmm. Look. That's, that's it. I saw the same thing that you saw in the chat last week, and I'm just, like, looking at myself going, like, what? Are you really trying to criticize a guy? Because – he hasn't had to answer a five-pointer. Oh, wait, wait, what was that I was hearing? Oh, he hasn't had to answer the two-pointer in the third round yet. That's how good he is, right? That's how good he is. He didn't even have to answer third-round questions until he faced Meyer. And you're telling me, oh, well, we just don't know. No, let me tell you something. That means the man played so well that nobody could keep pace and he knocked him out. 
He went three for three with three knockouts. And then, well, you know what? Like you just said, I hope you was entertained. I hope your eyes didn't just suddenly close, you know, when the time was happening, when he not only had to get to the third round, but answer third round questions, which he did. And not only do that, but go into his first overtime game and stay stoic. Dude, he, look, there's some of these nicknames. I'm not going to lie. I didn't love when I first heard him. Okay. The, the Coyote's one of them. But let me tell you something. It kind of fits. It's like that, that some of that Christian luck's happening again, man. Like <laughs> some of that, some of that thing where you think, oh man, that's probably not a good move. And then Christian just shows up. He's just over there shaking his head at you, just staring at you while you're trying to have to eat crow. Because let me tell you, he reminds me of like you're you're riding past the, you know, through the desert, the Arizona desert. And you look out there and there's a coyote. And he's just beady eyes, just looking straight at you, watching every move that you make. And you were looking at him, and he's looking at you. And you don't want to make the first move because you're getting too scared. Listen to me. This guy, we don't even know what this guy's weaknesses are. Does he have one, for God's sakes? He's almost wiped out everything. He spun something different. It's not like he went through a Mike Kilikalinowski thing where he spun James Bond five times in a row. This guy right here is actually spinning different wheel slices. And Bro. getting it done every time. Like, he, so what do you give him? You are sitting there telling me, and you know what? I, I I understand it, but when you're saying Chance is the best player right now, I don't know if he's the best player on corruption. Wow. I don't know if he's the best player I'm on still... Corruption. I agree. Look, look, if we were the talking just singles, man is playing right now. If we was talking just singles, you might have a, 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 a you know, you, you, you might have a point. But my thing is, is look, Adam His Collins, has Collins and he knows more than you. Listen, Collins, if I saw him in IG, look, we're about to find out something here coming up soon when we get to the teams tournament. We're about to find out because their first matchup ain't a walking apart. Her, him and Marisol, which is my pick to win the whole damn tournament, people. Calling it right now. Like So before before you, you people go, oh, nobody expected that to happen. Nobody expected it. Nah, bro, I'm calling it right now so that we can go back to the video footage before it ever started. And I'm telling you, that new team deception, they deceiving every one of you. They deceiving every one of you, just like the one guy that used to deceive you and steal your lunch money. That's right. They're going to take your lunch money and because they're going to work you know and they're about to chuck everybody. You know who deceived you? Lon Harris deceived you and thinking that he was an elite player. But anyway. Wow. Moving wow. on. Moving on. We have seen some crazy matches this year. We've seen some crazy matches, um, whether it was in the Intergatum tournament, the Star Wars tournament, and a lot of the times in the singles tournament. And a lot of times people will go into these, 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 they're making their brackets and they're like, oh man, Bibiani got this. Ethan Irwin got this. You know, obviously Smets is going to retain the title. People have been upset by the upsets that have been happening this season. My question to you, Hambone, is is this the year of the underdog? Almost that, that question is almost. Let me get myself off mute there for a second, because look, I'm going to tell you, that's one of those questions that's almost too easy to answer. 
Did we not see what Ace did in the Star Wars tournament where he played a play-in match and made it all the way through all the veterans of Star Wars that he beat, Ken Knapsox and the Lord Kellys of the world, uh, to get to where he got, to get his chance, the opportunity to take out the demon? Did we Have we not seen in the singles tournament right now, have we not seen what's happened in the singles when you have what we just talked about, Liz Shannon Miller, a newer player? You know, when we talk about young players, we're not talking about their physical age. We're talking about young players in the game. Liz Shannon Miller is still a very young player in the game. Adam Collins, young player in the game. That whole left side of the bracket that we said might be the hardest when this whole thing started, guess who's in the semifinals making their way to the finals? It's two very young and capable competitors, okay? And what's shipping out to be, like, really awesome is we may find out the answer to this question not very far from now when this tournament wraps up. Because if you look at the other side, besides Tom, Tom's still a newbie, so Tom can still throw a wrench in that side of the bracket. But let's say Ethan wins and th they face Snyder. Do you realize that the brackets are e like whatever magical thing happened, whatever magical pen Christian was using as he was writing down the brackets in the side that accidentally he's gotten – two of the best younger players that's proven it in this tournament against two of the old guard, possibly. If Ethan beats Tom, right, you're going to have Ethan versus Snyder, two of the old guard playing against each other to earn their way to the finals, two of the new guard playing to earn their way into the finals. And whoever wins that match might be telling us who's the best because I'm not going to lie to you, bro. If you gave me the chance and opportunity to draft a team and you could tell me, you can have all the old – like anybody that's been in the league for more than two years. Or you can make a team from all the players who's played the game that only started in the last two years. Bro, I'm taking the last two years. Because Chance has even involved in that. He won the inner geekdom. I mean, Chance is we, – we, we almost want to put him up there as being part of the old guard, but he's not been playing the game for this super long period of time either. He came through the fan leagues as well. Mm -hmm. So – Look, here's here's the thing. I don't under you might it would be interesting to sit in a room with all the new players and all the older players sitting across with a line in the middle and them sitting across watching the finals of this tournament. Cuz it may be showing them the old look, the older school players have got to realize it's not time to sit on your laurels. You have to go at it hard. I probably took too much time there. No, I mean, you're, you're good. I was looking, I was pulling some things up over on the schmodownlive.com, which, by the way, is where we utilize a lot of the information that we have for the five pointer. The schmodownlive.com, make sure you guys check that out for all of your statistics and everything like that. Um, no, I totally agree with you. It totally is. I mean, of course, we got to talk about Cabrera. I also want to throw in DeBalanta and what he had to go through with his run. Now, he didn't win the tournament, but he did what he had to do. He was an underdog in that scrimshaw match. Um, you talk about, to me, Chandru. Underdog. Underdog story. Uh, and people thought Kevin Smith was just going to take that one away. They wanted Kevin Smith to win. you know. And we're talking about this singles tournament right now. And... You're talking about that last side of the bracket with the semifinals. Look at the quarterfinals. Look at the quarterfinals. I mean, you're 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 sitting there telling me that Collins, Meyer, Miller, 
and Bibiani. We expected Bibiani to be there. Who expected Collins, Meyer, and Miller? And people told me, like, oh, we knew Meyer was that great. But did you really have Meyer beating Alonzo Durade? Did you really have Myers beating Andreco? You 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 put those. Or in that Meyer possibly even beating like say like if Roca would have not got beat by Collins. Look at the people that Collins has knocked out. <laughs> knocked him out. He knocked him out, bro. Yeah. Like players that that Meyer would have had to face if he didn't have to play Collins. Flip the other side. Flip the other side. And I'm sorry, she only went one round. But Jesus, can we talk about Perry Demirov knocking out? Not knocking out, but beating Kalinowski. To me, I know Laura Kelly Andres is up there for match of the year. I mean, for upset for upset of the year. But if we aren't talking about Perry beating Kalinowski, what is? If this is this whole year has been nothing upset about mm-hmm. about these new rookie first second year players beating the old guard at their own game. Look, man, we always go over time. Like the, the, the five minute time limit is just kind of like a for, for us to know we need to get to the end of the topic really thing because we always go over at least five minute. Maybe it's not a rule. It's a, it's a recommendation. Right. right. So I'm just going to tell you right quick. Right. I just had a very good talk with one of the question writers that also played in the family. He's named Jeremy Adams. Okay, bro. He told me that people like Chance and Parker and stuff, they went, you know, they, they, they ran through the fan leagues, just knocking folks out, winning matches all the time. Okay. He didn't say that about Adam Collins, which I thought was very interesting. He said Adam Collins took his lumps. Adam Collins lost matches. But Adam Collins tasted defeat and didn't want to eat it again. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when you were a little kid, and your grandma would be like, eat some of the spinach. You know, it made Popeye strong. And you was like, okay, well, Popeye ate it. And you took that bite, and it tasted like straight-up garbage. And you just spit it back out. Nah, bro. That's what Adam Collins did, man. He tasted that defeat, put it in his mouth, let it sit there for a second, and said, nah, bro. Not tasting it no more. And you saw what the outcome is, man. Like, that was one of the most interesting things when I talked to – like I said, that question writer, and he was telling me stuff about like things behind the scenes. I didn't know Adam Collins wasn't just wrecking shop over there in the fan leagues, but he finally started getting better and better and better and better. And now look what he's at. He's, he's possibly about to win the ultimate Schmodown tournament. Right. And and it, there is something to be said about the fact that these are rookies. Now, we are we all understand that maybe next year we have game tape on Adam Collins. We have game tape on Miller. People will be able to strategize a little bit better with them, and they will know their weaknesses a little bit more. That's not the case right now. I am just excited to watch what they are doing. Uh, that being said, moving on uh, now. Well, oh, this is something that me and you. Yeah, this is something that me and you kind of almost got into last week. Yes, sir. Because we picked who we we're gonna ha- who's gonna win this tournament. Yes, sir. And uh, that match. Is coming up. Yes, sir. That's Ethan versus Tom. Mm. Okay. You got my now I know what side you're on. I know what side I'm on. You got my money ready, right? But I mean, hey, we're we gonna find out. Like you go ahead and you tell us who you got and who you see and what's gonna happen in the Ethan versus Tom match. I got Ethan Irwin. You got my money ready? Because you're gonna lose I mean, this bet. You're gonna lose this bet. Boy, Listen, that bet ain't getting lost. I'm, I'm trying to tell you something, man. You cannot walk into a match with Ethan Irwin. How many matches, matches? I mean, does he know how to spell 
loss. I don't even think that he has as many losses on his record than the word loss is spelled. Listen, he doesn't he doesn't taste defeat except by the hands of Dangerous Damn Merle. <laughs> and he ain't playing Dangerous Damn Merle. Is Tom Dangerous Damn Merle? Is he mm-hmm. is he close to that? Is he the goat? Is he a lamb? I don't know what he is. He ain't goat. He ain't dangerous. <laughs> Ethan Earl's gonna Ethan Earl's gonna take him to dinner, man. You've seen the way he's been playing this entire singles uh, tournament. He's cool, calm, and collective. He's never worried about it. He's just sitting in his couch. He's answering questions. Honestly, I don't think there's more of a pound for pound better movie trivia knowledge person in this game in this game than Ethan Irwin. I know some people say Baby Yanni. I'm starting to lean on the Ethan Irwin train a little bit. Starting to lean on it because he just. He'll miss one, take his lump, and be like, I got the next one. And he, doesn't, and he doesn't need to do the Ben Bateman, I need the three repeats to make people feel nervous. He's like, nah, I'm going to just beat you real quick so I got something else to do. I got another movie to make. That's Ethan Irwin. Now, go ahead and spend the next four and a half minutes and tell me all the wrong reasons why Tom is going to win. Let me tell you. Go do your thing. TikTok. I mean, I don't even know if I want to take the full time because I just had to sit through at least two minutes. Of some just profound garbage being spoke across the internet. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because like I like to say, doo-doo takes. Whatever. Because Tom, let's look at it, bro. Tom, singles, 2-0. and Ethan Irwin, he got a pretty good singles record. Uh, and I'm talking about just 20. This is a 2020. You listen to hear Frankie numbers? This is straight up recent statistics I'm bringing up now. Because Ethan's 4-1 in 2020. My man Tom's 2-0 in 2020. And let me tell you something. Another big key stat that I'm going to bring up, you know, bringing up the numbers, 85%, 87%. Tell me which one, who has the, who has the higher percentage. In, well, uh, I would accuracy. assume that Tom has a higher percentage because he doesn't play as many matches. Well, no, that's, well let me tell you something. There's a couple of things out there that people need to realize that they made mistakes on. Maybe, just maybe, they should have been giving Tom more matches because my man's got a higher, you know, percentage when it comes to accuracy rate and it's probably even higher if you were to take his uh team's division added on to that and like i said this is one of those things where you're right ethan's been chilling look like he's sitting on the beat he's, he's just sitting in, a, in his living room looks like love seat or recliner but it looks like he may be on the beach sitting back you know drinking some of them umbrella drinks but is he gonna be able to like really be in that when you have to watch Tom sitting in his murder house, when you have to watch Tom Stop. sitting in his murder house talking about dead bodies and stuff, is Ethan going to be able to just be like chill, copacetic with that and still be pretending like he's on the beach? Or is that going to throw off his little beat scheme a little bit? Is his lovely sitting at the beach with his wife with his umbrella drink? Does that turn into the zombie apocalypse? Maybe so. I'm going to tell you right now. Nah, man, anybody can pick Ethan. The dude's a great player. That's an easy pick. I'm picking Tom because it's the harder pick. You got you know, you know to You know who they say is the scariest man in the room? Is the guy who doesn't make any noise. If you look at Tom, everything about him screams noise. Okay? Now, he may not be speaking loudly, but his whole look and his whole demeanor is loud. Ethan's quiet. His whole thing about him is quiet. Now, he's big time. But he's quiet. 
scariest man in the room. He don't need to do all that. Well, you know what? You know what? After Friday, after Friday, bro, this is what's going to happen. After Friday, you know how Tom's always been asking people, hey, you want to go see a dead body? You're going to be able to go pick up a dead body when you go pick up Ethan's dead body after Tom murders him in the in the semi to make it to the semifinals of this tournament. Baby. I really want that. I can see it. I can see it so much in your eyes. And I can't wait to see that hope diminish tomorrow when Ethan washes Tom. It's over. It's over. Hey, man, you, you, you remember that scene in Black Dynamite when they had the pool hall and home dudes, like, they get in that fight and the one dude slaps that other guy for real. Yeah. He just slaps him right out of the movie. Yes. Ethan Irwin is getting slapped out of his own movie. I don't want to hear it no more. This is nonsense. I'm done talking to you about this. Ethan Irwin. You got this. Well, tra transitioning. Transitioning. Anyway. So, as we're getting ready for next season, we know there's going to be a lot of big changes happening in the Schmodown. Thank you, Christian. We appreciate that. Uh, nothing is exciting us more than talking about potentially who is going to, who's going to be the top three picks, who's going to be the, the remaining three, who, gonna, who are people going to be going after, how are these factions going to be changing up next season. And we're going to be discussing about that. We're kind of be going to take the next few weeks and we're going to be breaking down each of these factions, um, kind of deliberating about who people may pick. Now, let's start with Corruption. Uh, Hambone, real quick. With Corruption, who do you think are going to be the three tapped by Shannon? And who do you think, what, give me one person who do you think she's going to be going after in this offseason? All right, so this is going to be a question that we're going to bring up in the few coming weeks because by the time we get to the end of the year, we'll probably have all the factions kind of broke down on what we think. So this is going to be a, like a steady thing through the next few weeks where we pick a different faction. We're starting out with corruption, just to let everybody know. So next week we'll have a different faction we're going to break down. I but in this one, yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. But in this one, Adam Collins, Chance, and Mike. It's going to be the guarantee to me lockdown three. There's no way you can overshadow what Adam Collins just did. You know, way you could, there's no way to me, even though he lost the best in the game right now, not everyone goes to a perfect record. He's still the best in the game right now to me. He just went up against somebody that was able to pull out the victory on him this one time. And we'll find out later on what all happens. He still has chances, talking of chance, he's have chances this year to still be double belted with the IG because he's going to get that chance at Spectacular and he uh, should be able to defend his belt if they don't do it beforehand, possibly at Spectacular as well. So those two are locked down. And you know Mike's pretty much locked down because of that. Now, now, if you were to tell me that, that Mike and Shannon is breaking apart, then I would – if that was the case, Adam Collins and Chance would be my number. That would be my top two. That would be my top two to get. Because I'm going to be honest with you, in her, she easily, let's just say her and, her and say, like, to me, Collins and Chance are the top two. Mike's the third in this, in, in this ranking to me. Mike's that final third piece that you're going to keep. But if you didn't keep him, I don't even know if you go to another faction. This is going to be one of the few factions that we talk about that's literally going to be that 
one thing where she has a stable put together that we didn't even know it was going to be this good. Because what I'm getting at is Marisol's right there. Marisol's right there. If I didn't keep Mike, Mike Kalinowski, I'm going after one of the bright and shining stars. One of the, I think it's probably going to be the best, if not one of the best, especially female competitors, even out of the whole group, not even just female competitors, but probably one of the better competitors in the whole league. Marisol. I keep Marisol in that situation. These other factions, I don't know if I'll keep anybody. But in this particular faction, even if one of them left, I wouldn't even go outside the faction. I would stay there and keep Marisol. You know, I love doing this show with you because I love it when you recognize halfway through your due to take and then you're like, you know what? I know it's a due to take. Let me take Larry's take because here's what happens. Sorry, man. Mike has to go. Mike got to go. What have you done this season? Besides, oh, you won the tag team champion against the old guard guys. Okay, great. You put Collins and Marisol McKee together, they're going to get that belt away from the corruption. No, no big deal. I think the three is Chance Ellison, Marisol McKee, and Adam Collins. Easy done. E easy day. Because Chance has obviously proven himself as an IG competitor. Kalinowski kind of it might be the weaker of the two in that in that team. So what do you do? Offseason move. Maybe you go find somebody who you know if you put him on a team will probably uh, hold his own on that team. Now you lose Kalinowski off of corruption. You might need someone that Loves to get on the mic and talk about how great they are as a competitor. To me, it's very simple. I think the first person that she's talking to this offseason is Ben the Boss Bateman. I think you grab Ben the Boss Bateman, and I think that you know you're going to pair him up with Chance Ellison. You keep an Adam Collins, and you work out a way to try to keep uh, McKee in that first round. But I think those are the three keepers. And, and if you had to throw in an, another person from another team, I think Ben Bateman is a perfect fit for corruption. You know he wants to go heel. You know he wants to talk smack. You know that corruption has a fence like exchanges number right now. Like You know that they're kind of going at it. And you know that if Ben had the chance, he wants to go on to a team that he knows is going to win. But you know also, if he goes to corruption, he can be the guy. Yeah, Shan is leading that management. She's managing that team. But he knows when it comes to the rankings and where he stands, you know when you look on that, you know where Ben the Boss Bateman stands. That's where he wants to go. He doesn't want to be in the shadows anymore. He wants to be that number one guy. But he wants to be on a winning faction. He's going to want a really good partner. I think it's a no-brainer. I think if Ben the Boss Bateman, he's probably already taking phone calls with Shannon. I get I I can kind of see where you're coming from, but we kind of remember, like we can't just look at the Perry Nimeroff loss and Mike Kilikalinowski and just say he's done because in the same year that he lost that match, he made it to the finals to face Chance. It was a good match in the IG finals, so he it's, made it to the finals. Chance. He went through the tournament. It's chance and Chance, but is he carrying. also Chance I, is carrying. But he's also part of the tag team champions right now. So like, you can't just overlook him. Only until Shazam beats him. 
Well, you know what? <laughs> I would love to. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna fight you too hard on it because I would love to see pizza. Bateman. I would love to see Ben Bateman like with someone like Shannon. I would I mean, love to see what that would look you're like. You're talking normal tr- movie trivia. You just seen what ben, Brandon Meyer and Bibiani have done. You mean to tell me that they're going to get beat by two guys who got beat in the first round? I mean, I'm sorry, Chance lost the second round. Oh wait, gotcha. All right, we'll find out. We're going to see shortly because I, I can't wait for the tag team thing to start off. With that being said, what we got for sudden death, Lando? All right, sudden death. Question is coming to us from one of our uh, directors in our Patreon. If you guys want to check that out, director tier, patreon.com slash Bobby Gucci. Uh, yep, it's our boy French Gucci coming in hot. Hi, guys. Do you think Dan Merle is going to defend his title against somebody new or somebody he's already played before based on who's left in the tournament right now? Thanks again. Cheers. I love the way that he's rocking that exclusive edge of the Gucci verse glass. I, had to I love the way product placement was done by perfection <laughs> there. That was just great. All right, we can start off with that. I'm going to start this one out, man, because I'm going to tell you right now, this is the thing. We talked about this a little bit before the show. If you look at the tournament, literally, there's only two people. Like, what do, So who, who do we got? We got you got Collins Meyer. Yeah. Uh, we already know that Miller's in the semifinals. All right. So then on the other side, you have Snyder. And, and then whoever wins out of Tom and Ethan. Yeah. Like the odds are in the because because Merle, I don't think Merle's if they play if Merle and Snyder's played, I've watched pretty much every match in the showdown. If if they played each other, it was not memorable. It must have been a Merle beatdown of Snyder or something, because I can't place it in my mind right now. Them two playing each other. So even though Snyder's been around. I don't, I don't remember Snyder. I don't believe Snyder and Merle. They played each other in tag team, like go, uh, competing in tag teams matches. Singles, I don't think they ever played. See, singles, I don't think they ever, ever played. So, like, I think it, he will be playing someone new because I'm not, no joke, Miller or Collins on the left side of the bracket could easily, easily take this. You know, and then when you got uh, Ethan's really the only one that you're looking at that. Yep. If he were to win, that Dan Merle would be playing, and it would wouldn't be a new player. So I mean, the odds are in the new player favor right here. I mean, we're going to get to see Dan Merle go up against someone new, is what I'm thinking. I, I okay, so I'm torn, obviously, because I picked Ethan Irwin to win this this championship. I mean, so to me, he's going to be playing Ethan Irwin, but you're right as well. Uh, the way it's looking, the odds are in the favor that he's going to be playing somebody new. Um, with that, though, if he does play somebody new, with the exception of Jeff Snyder, I don't know if the other competitors are going to be ready to play in that kind of championship match due to, one, the the stage, and two, the format. Um, I think Jeff Snyder... Now, he doesn't know the sudden death, obviously, but he's been in sudden deaths before. And as well Bruh. as betting rounds, he's done that. Um, whereas Ethan Irwin, he's obviously done all those things before. I, he's even done uh, this current sudden death round. But the other people, they have not. So, um, I think Irwin is, is, <coughs> is the guy to take on Merle. And so, I do think he's been challenging somebody that's... The same, but 
there is probability wise that opportunity that he's going to be cha- uh, facing somebody brand. Listen, I love the fans of our show of the Gucci verse as a whole. I love them because I just had something flash through my head. They're going to get a bonus sudden death. We're going two rounds in the sudden death because we're going to cut this one off a little short because something came to my head. Perfect question that goes along with this. Uh-huh. If Adam Collins. Yes. Or even Miller. Okay. Liz Shannon Miller. Yes. Maybe even Tom. Mm-hmm. If they were to go through this tournament, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I mean, especially picking them because they're new to the league, but if they were to go through this entire tournament, win their chance to win the belt from dangerous Dan Merle mm-hmm. and beat Dan Merle and take the title. Is this the greatest single stretch of a run that we have ever seen, even over Sam Levine, whenever he made his way to the title? While you think about that, I'm going to tell you, I, got, I, I got think it would be. I think it would be. I think if, say, Collins, for instance, we'll just t- pick him out. He's been running rough shot. Collins makes it all the way to the singles tournament, wins this finals, goes and beats Dangerous Dan Merle. And let's say, because uh, J- Jonathan, J.P., so there's a chance that we're going to get an actual live event. You don't know exactly how it might be set up, but there might still be a live event in December. If that were to happen, you're talking about he would be beating Dan Merle at a live event that he's never lost at. I think personally that would be the greatest single run, a stretch of games that anybody's ever had. What do you think? Okay, so I got three runs in my head. One, of course, is Sam Levine. The other is John Rocco. Yeah, John Rocco, that run. And the other one people forget about is another one where Merle lost the belt, and that was Christian Harlow's revenge tour. Which, to me, was was awesome because they were all the people that, like, Harley, I don't know how he set it up that way. Maybe he did his commissioner stuff, was like, I just want to play these people. But he was knocking out, I mean, he was beating all the guys. I was like, yo, there's no way he's going to win. There's no way he's going to win. No way he's going to win. I think, to answer your question, though, it would be, throw me on the spot, by the way. I think it would be because, uh, yeah, I think I think that you're right. I think it would be the greatest run because of the way that the game has evolved, the difficulty of questions. Um, and also, because I was thinking about how Christian Harlow had to play those competitors, Collins has had to do a very similar stretch with who who, who he who's he had to beat. Uh, you know, if Collins is the one that wins, I say yes. If Liz is the one that wins, I say it's um, yeah. I think I think it's the same thing with Collins. Yeah, you you throw me in in a in a weird position here. Great question. I'm upset that you didn't tell me that you were to ask this before the show started. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't think about it until we started answering this question. I was like, yeah. bro, like you, if you, you really think, think about it, like where would they go? And let me tell you something about that, I think, that I think match. It is. It, I think it is. I'll tell you something about that match that Christian won the belt on. Because I brought a prop with me today. I normally don't. But I brought a prop with me today because I was going to use. I really didn't see the opportunity to do it. But I would have the opportunity to do it now. And that's about that that match that that – uh, Christian miraculously won at the final, you know, on that final part of his run. Look, straight up garbage. He had to take the garbage bag out, baby. 
Because that match, oh my God. You go watch the matches that we've been getting this year and go back and watch you that. About when Merle played, no, the, the garbage match you're probably thinking about is Sam Levine versus Harloff. But yeah, that yeah, one's bad that was, too. That was garbage. That was but garbage. like, if you go back and look at some of those matches, some of those championship matches that were big because they were emotional, and then see what we've been getting this year. That's why bro, I, I'm it's crazy. That's why I am seceding a little bit. I'm saying yes, but there is something to be said about the way the game was being played. I don't want to discredit past runs because no, no, no because they were playing. The they were playing in the game that was set up before them. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like in basketball, like they had different rules at different times of the game. Right, now absolutely. you can sneeze on a guy and there's three fouls and a technical and you're kicked out of the game. But back in the day, you could like tackle a dude almost. You got to play the game the way the game was made. And so to me, the game, the way that they played the game back then, that Christian Harloff run was pretty incredible. That Sam Levine. No, yeah, I agree. Was effing amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and let's be honest. I don't think there's many more moments in movie history, uh, in movie trivia, Shmona history, as the way that Roka capped off his run with that very emotional, yeah, from getting the champ. It's it's funny though, because I think that all of those ended up. Well, except for Sam Levine, Sam Levine started his with a loss to Merle, and Christian Harloff and Roka ended theirs with Dan Merle. It's funny how all of these end or begin. With the goat shows you a little bit about who we're talking about about why Dan Merle is Dan. Bro, if one of these kids end up winning this thing, making it all the way and take the belt from Merle, it's bro. It's, it's if you if you a veteran in the locker room, you better have a your own personal veterans meeting <laughs> to say we cannot let this happen no more. These new guys are coming in and sweeping us right out the door, man. We have got to stop the bleeding. Like that's right. what I'm saying. And I, I can kind of see it in some of these old guard players, man. I can kind of see it that they're starting to like, whoa, okay, I see what I got to do. And they're starting to tighten it down. They're starting to actually like look like they're, you know, starting to come up with strat more strategy than they used to. They're not relying on just knowing possibly the answers because they've been around a long time. That's facts. Um, I totally agree with you, man. But look, this has been the five-pointer. We're going to be wrapping it up right now. Hey, guys, thank you guys so much for joining us this episode. You guys can find – uh, Hambone on the Let's Get Ready to Talk Shippo Down podcast. You guys can find me over here chilling on the Gucci verse. Uh, we have an episode tomorrow of Late Night Gucci and Kaiser. Please feel free to come and check that out. But one thing I did want to bring up is actually this evening um, we are having our Gucci verse town hall October 2020 update. It's going to be a big thing. We are discussing a lot of things going on into the Gucci verse. Um, and where we're going with this channel is going to be a kind of a big thing for us. So please feel free to hop in on that. Join us with that and continue to join us on the five pointer. Thank you guys so much for joining, uh, for, for watching, for being a part of this. Go ahead and drop a comment down below. Anytime that you guys disagree with us, hit that like button, subscribe. And if you hated what I said today, hit that dislike button, but still subscribe. I don't care. Yeah, still subscribe. Still subscribe. You're going to spend still the time subscribe. with the thumbs down. Hit the subscribe button. Keep on subscribe. watching. Keep on watching these dudes. Come on, man. You know how sometimes you just got to have that thing you want to hate watch. Hey, this is it. Yeah, this is hate it. watch. Hate watch the hell out of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, guys, thanks so much. We're out of here. Finger guns.